0: Well, good evening. Welcome to Element City Church. Uh, for those of you who are in the room, we're so glad to have you uh, here. I see a few people are kind of making their way down. And if you're at home, we want to thank you for tuning in uh, online as well. So uh, we're so excited just to to be able to gather uh, once again. Uh, if you're at home, maybe just in the comments below, uh, you can just drop in a note. Where are you uh, tuning in from? Maybe it's from Gilbert, Arizona. If that's the case, hi, mom. Good to see you. Uh, Maybe you're tuning in from Pennsylvania. We don't know. You could be tuning in anywhere in the world. That's What was that, Dan? Hmm? Excuse me? Lyle loves his mom. I do love my mom. She's great. you got to love your mom, right? So, anywho, uh, we just want to thank you uh, for, for tuning in once again. You do have some hosts if you're tuning in online. Uh, so, if you do have questions, if you need prayer, uh, anything. Uh, Again, just drop that in the chat. They'll be glad to reach out to you. So uh, most of you here in the room know if you're at home too, uh, we've got an app. So just make sure you pick up that app. The Element City Church app is available in the App Store, the Google Play Store. That's where you can give. Uh, We've got music playlists there. You can track with past sermons. You can even get current sermon notes uh, all inside of that app. So uh, two big things this week that we want to make sure that you all know about. Number one, uh, we're moving. Not as a church from here, but we are moving our offices. And so uh, coming up this Saturday, October 24th, we're just looking for some help because uh, we're, we're those types of friends. Hey, do you want to help us move? If you've got a truck, yeah, you're the real MVP as well. So uh, we're going to be moving out of our offices, uh, moving some things to storage, moving some things uh, here to the church as well. The good news is that's going to save us uh, probably about $1,300 a month. So that's awesome that we're going to be able to free that up. That really allows us to do more ministry, if you think about it. And so we're excited to do that. But uh, if you're able to help us out with that, feel free to do that. Uh, just know, too, that there's a whole bunch of stuff that is going to be get, gotten rid of. And so if you want any of that stuff, too, that's going to be available. So it's almost like a rummage sale, too. So we will we will bribe you with free stuff if you need some of that as well. So Uh, We're connecting, hand sanitizing, collecting, I think I said connecting. We are collecting, hashtag words, hand sanitizer tonight. So if you brought some of those bottles for Catalina High School, um, you can drop that off in the, I believe they say it, foyer, right? Foyer? It's better than foyer. I think it sounds nicer than foyer. Uh, Narthex. I don't know what that means.
1: Presbyterian for lobby.
0: Okay. Good for them. Narthex. We all learned something tonight, didn't we? And that transitions us perfectly into the church of the week, which is not a Presbyterian church, but it is the neighborhood church, uh, and their pastor, Kyle Coffin. So we're going to pray for them. Uh, but let's all stand together as we uh, open uh, with a word of prayer and get ready to uh, kind of prepare our hearts for worship tonight. So, uh, Father, we just turn to you. We give you all of our hearts, all of our attention, all of our affections right now. Uh, We are so excited that we get to gather as a body, that we get to worship you, that we get to come into your presence and hear from you. And so I'm just praying, Lord, that your Holy Spirit would be present in abundance, that your movement in this room would be so strong, so powerful, uh, that we would all sense that and we would know that we're meeting with you tonight. And God, we want to lift up Neighborhood Church. We thank you for the work that you're doing in the church and through the church. We pray for Pastor Kyle and we pray uh, for all their staff, that you would fill them with vision, Lord, that you would speak to them, uh, especially in this season where so many churches are having to make adjustments and kind of figuring out new ways to do ministry. I pray that you would uh, just give them the the right vision on how they can continue to make an impact where they're at, how they can... uh, increase their impact as well and and be even more of a blessing to their neighborhood. Um, So we just pray that you continue to work in Neighborhood Church, that you bless them, provide for them all that they need financially, all that they need spiritually uh, as well, uh, and just continue uh, to to move uh, not just through them but through all the churches here in Tucson as we seek uh, to be a unifying force uh, to bring the gospel, the good news of Jesus Christ to this city, Lord. We love you. We're excited for all you're going to do tonight. Uh, Come in power. Once again, spirit, move. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen.
1: Freedom shaking up the atmosphere, and as the shadows fade into nothing, as the day.
2: And if I ever go under the water, you will pick me up. You will lift me up. So, Lord, sometimes we just have to be sure of it and have this confidence. And the confidence comes from the Holy Spirit who lives in us. So for many of us, it's a new journey, Lord. You will take us out of the comfort zone. You will take us to the places where you want us to be, where you want to glorify your name. We are open, God. We are ready. So would you take us, Lord? Lead us, Father, as we submit to you, as we surrender, as we fix our eyes on you. In storms or calm, Lord, our eyes need to be fixed on you. So tonight, God, strengthen our faith, make us strong, make us brave, and make us ready through it all jesus we will worship and may our worship never stops so tonight father we worship your name we glorify you we thank you for who you are we thank you that we can place this confidence on god who never fails on god who sustains us who is alpha and omega the beginning and the end you begin things, you sustain things, and you you finish things. And we're thankful that belong to you, Jesus. We love you, and we praise your name. And may all the people say, amen. You may be seated.
3: For those of you who don't know, I'm Glenn Elliott, the president of the board of Element City Church. And uh, the board has uh, made a decision about uh, the next lead pastor, and that was after the times in which we had talked with uh, David and Jack individually, the staff. We had two town hall meetings, and we, the board, has talked with numerous other individuals over this time, and prayed a lot, a lot. And the decision that we've made is that we have selected Jack Schull to be the next lead pastor of Element City Church. Yeah. Board has also decided to release uh, David Porter uh, from his role and responsibility at Elements. And uh, we're providing him a a three month severance. And, And what we wanna do is that we wanna honor David. David has incredible gifts. And I believe a calling from God to do a very special ministry. And we want to honor him and, and uh, Tiffany as they move into that. And you're going to get to hear from David just a little bit later. And, uh, and, and for anybody who's a part of Elements, uh, here in the room or online, uh, if you have a, a sense of calling from God or a desire to join David and Tiffany in the work that they're going to do, we want to honor that. Uh, we believe that our passion, our commitment is to the kingdom. And uh, we believe that uh, Dave and Tiffany are absolutely going to advance the kingdom and the work that they're going to do. And uh, you are absolutely free, and we'd honor you also if you want to be a part of that uh, in any way, shape, or form. And um, I want to ask our board and the staff, uh, if you would come up here. We're going to pray right now for um, Jack and Amy, and then later in the service, we're going to pray for David and Tiffany. Uh, Not all of our board is here. Some are out of town and working uh, in that. Um, I want to thank uh, both Dave and Jack for their incredible godly character through all this. I I just want you to know that I have been so honored by both of them and the way in which they have approached this uh, difficult time. And uh, just the way in which they have responded just shows how how real Jesus is in each of them and, and how faithful that they have chosen to be Uh, To God and to his calling into the kingdom. And I'm grateful for for all of them. And so I want to pray right now for for, uh, Jack and Amy. And uh, if the rest of us would just come and put our arms and hands on them. I guess it's okay to sort of touch (laughs) in this COVID world. (laughs) God, I am so thankful for Jack and Amy and God for the work that you uh, have been doing in their lives. And God, for the The fact that you have called them into this role and responsibility. And now, God, we ask that through the power of your Holy Spirit, you will help them to lead well. That you would give them an abundance of wisdom, an amazing amount of patience and grace. That you would let love overflow out of their lives. That you would give them the boldness that they need to make the decisions that they need to make. And that, God, you would protect them. That you'd protect them and their family from the evil one. And that, God, you would use them and elements to make a difference here in Midtown, to be the light of Jesus and to bring hope to those who are without hope and to life that those who need life, an abundance of life, and need Jesus more than all. And, God, we thank you for their lives. We thank you for how you've prepared them. And now, God, we launch them into this new role in this ministry. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen.
4: All right. <clears throat> I, I wanted our, our team to be up here because I, I really believe um, this adventure is a team thing. And it's not a me thing. It's a team thing. And that includes you. So you've now been drafted onto the team. Uh, you're a part of it. And uh, the adventure that awaits for us is... Uh, is a big one. It's a good one, <laughs> and it's it's a worthy one uh, to chase after, and so. I, I you're in luck if you're online and here in the room. It's a shorter message tonight because we have some other things we want to do and, and, and share and bless in a way. And so if you are kind of new uh, to Elements, you may be tuning in or, or showing up here. And you're like, I don't know fully what's happened uh, over the last little bit, and, and that's okay. Um, so if, if you want to know a little more details, I, I'd be happy to answer some of those questions and maybe fill in the blanks a little bit for you. But we've been in a, in a three-month journey uh, of kind of navigating some change as a church, just with uh, our founding pastor, Brian, passing uh, a few about two and a half months ago, and, and the, kind of just the journey that that put us on. And what we're trying to do, the best we know how, is to be honoring and to be in this process to see where God's leading us and calling us. And so you're, if you're new, man, this is a great time to jump on board. Uh, this is a great opportunity to be a part of what Elements has been and will continue to be uh, moving forward. And so that's what I want to talk about uh, a little bit with us tonight and a little bit maybe let you peek behind the curtain of Jack a little bit um, to, to understand some of my journey uh, and, and to let you know because I think it's the, an idea of a journey that we get to, to be on together. Uh, And and that's been a part of my life. Uh, That's been a part, I think, of this church and the foundation of it was to say this was about a we, never about a me. And it was about uh, a vision that was bigger than what we could do on our own, but to do that together. And so we're going to enjoy this journey together. And and so I'm grateful to have you as a part of the Elements family. And and we will reset and we're going to refresh and we're going to continue to resolve to bring the hope and light of Jesus to the heart of the city that we love. Uh, to the heart of the city that Jesus loves. Um, We love Tucson, and and we're for Tucson. And and you know who's even for Tucson? Jesus is. And he has a lot of work to do. We've accomplished a lot, but there is a lot more for us to be about and a lot more to partner with him in. And he has next steps for this church. And hear me, he has next steps for you. He has next steps for me. And, And Once you become a follower of Jesus, if that's where you are and if if you're here tonight and and maybe you're kind of investigating spiritual things and someone has invited you and maybe you're kind of beginning to to put your mind around who this Jesus might be, I'm going to tell you, I'm super proud of you. Um, I couldn't be more proud of you of investigating who Jesus is because I've become convinced that he's the one who changes the world and, and the world needs to know him more. And uh, you get to be a part of that. And so lean in. He's worth leaning toward because he's already leaning in your direction. And so often in times of change or transition, uh, things that we've been navigating and trying to do that the best we possibly can, it's good to anchor ourselves. Uh, we anchor ourselves to Jesus. He's the same yesterday, today, and forever. And so he's who we anchor ourselves to. Uh, it's good in our culture that goes through shifts and changes and uh Let's just, it's in one word, 2020, right? Uh, We've been through some shifts and changes, and and we're still uh, probably got more of that to come. And who knows what that future holds, but we know who holds the future. And so we live in walking in unison with him. And so Jesus changed everything for everyone for all of time. And so we hold on to him as our hope and as our leader that he's the one we look to as we march ahead together and we stand in community, united around him. We're asking for his wisdom and his clarity, his insight and his guidance for us together to individually into the next steps that we each have to have and corporately into the next steps that this church has in the launch of the movement that would continue to expand the kingdom. And so what I found myself um, reminiscing You ever found yourself reminiscing? Uh, Maybe in times of change or transition, you begin to think back uh, to things that you've been through before. And you kind of, in a way, it kind of stabilizes you a little bit to say, yeah, this this is what I'm about. Or this is what I care the most about. And maybe 2020 has offered you windows of opportunity to do that. That often in times of change, like we've been going through as a culture, I think part of what God has been up to uh, is trying to give people space to navigate and to maybe reminisce and maybe to think about what matters most in a culture that's pursued a lot of things. Maybe this year of all years has been kind of that shaking who says, okay, what really matters? Because the truth is God has next steps for us as a church, and he has next steps for you individually. And in those moments, it's important to reminisce and to think and to ask and to seek and uh, what started going through my mind is um, I reminisce to how this church started eight years ago and, and, and the calling that we had with, with my friend Brian and the coffees we would have and the dreams we would talk about the sorrows we would have you never knew, Uh, we went to coffee one time, we bought our own, uh, because the offering that bad was so, that week was so bad, it was like less than a hundred bucks, and we were like, oh, that hurt, Um, and we were like, is this, what, and like all the questions that come, and, and not just finances, but just what's the mission, and what are we about, and And so I found myself reminiscing over the last couple days about that journey and all the things that God's opened up and allowed us to have. And I found myself reminiscing even further back to uh, the calling that God put on my life in high school. Uh, And really, probably before that, I was just kind of running and ignoring it and trying to keep kind of God's call on my life to be about being a pastor. See, you may not know my uncle and my grandfather were church planners and pastors and I remember playing golf with my uncle, and he, he said, You ever thought about being a minister? And I was like, No. And I didn't want to be. And I remember going to UVA and, and trying to work toward a business degree, and I didn't even make it a quarter of the way through my first accounting class. And I realized, I, I can't do that. Uh, that's not for me. And, and it was late high school where I felt like God was really kind of tugging at my heart and, and calling me. Uh, to care about things that were bigger than what I could create and bigger than what I could navigate or, or manufacture maybe on my own and, and to live for a bigger dream in and in a bigger kingdom pursuit than maybe just my little kingdom that I could create. And I became an intern at the church I grew up at, uh, and I interned in junior high, which means if you can work with junior hires, you can work with anybody. Um, and I loved it. it. It became the calling of my life to, to work with people. And it was soon after, um, there's been people all throughout my life. Uh, Roger Barrier, who was a senior pastor at Casas, where I happened to grow up, uh, invested a lot in me. Saw things in me I didn't see in myself. And poured a lot into me. Dr. David Ferguson and understanding relational theology, and and Phil, and Glenn, and so many many others who prayed and and cared, partners in ministry, and Brian, who I've done ministry with, with Brian for 20 plus years, and all of that. I wouldn't be here without the investment of all those people, and when I soon started into ministry, here's the verse that God kind of put in my heart, and it, it kind of burrowed into my soul, and I, it has shaped who I am. It's shaped how I pastor. It's shaped how I choose to to shepherd and to pursue that calling of leading people. And here's what it is: it's it's real simple. Ephesians 1:17, uh, the Apostle Paul writes this letter to Ephesus, and in fact, we're going to start a series in the book of Ephesians next week and spend through November going through this book. It, it's written to a church that didn't have heresy, didn't have major problems. It was actually a church that was doing quite well, and Paul had invested three years of his life and even more investment of other people he trained up to pour into them, to, to be a dynamic kind of church. And I, I think there's some significant lessons that we can learn. As a church, how do you, how do, you do church? How, how do you be the kind of people uh, that God's longing for us to have? And, and this prayer uh, was the verse that God gave me so many years before seminary and so many years uh, early on into ministry. It's Ephesians 1.17. Paul is praying. He says, I keep asking that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the glorious Father, may give you the spirit of wisdom and revelation that you may know him better. And what burrowed into my soul and became a calling of my life is, God, I want to give my whole life to help people know that they would know you better, not just know more about you, but to be actually know you and relate with you and have you begin to transform them as they begin to understand and see you in a more clear, more beautiful way. And it calls us and it calls each one of us forward into to change and into opportunity to become more and more who you've called and created us to be. I keep asking, Paul says, it, meaning it's a continual thing. It's never a one and done and you're over with. It's a continual call to know jesus the trinity is represented in this verse so it's not a mystical weird thing it's anchored to the core of christianity and the father the son and the spirit would be a part of this journey with you it's it's about wisdom which isn't just insight but it's wisdom how to apply it to life and how to 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 have the best possible kind of life And, and that you may know him better it's relational at the very core of what it is. It's not just about knowing more about Him. It's about intimacy with the Father. I heard someone describe intimacy as as this, into me you see. Meaning intimacy is not just, I I know a lot about you. Intimacy is that into me you see and into you I see. we're, We're connected in a way that's deeper. And that verse has been the calling of my life for going on 30 years now, Um, and I love it, and I love the light bulb moments when people begin to, to see Jesus in a little bit brighter, a little bit more beautiful kind of way. It's about first steps of people saying yes to Jesus. Maybe they've been searching spiritually for a long time and trying to fill their life with so many other things, and it's in a moment they realize It's not about what they do. It's not about what they try to fill. it. It's about this God who knows them and wants them to be known by him. And it's to take that first step with him. I love the prayer continues. Paul says, I pray that the eyes of your heart may be enlightened in order that you may know the hope of him who's called you. That you may know the hope. I can't think of a more opportune time in my lifetime where people are needing hope, and Jesus is the supplier of that. This simple scripture has been, uh, had a profound grip on me for years. It shapes who I am and what I'm about. See, I believe Jesus is the greatest world changer, and that everyone in the world needs to know him, and I believe he can change lives. I believe the church is to know Jesus and to champion making him known. That's the call of the church. And that's what I want us to be about. That's what we get to be about. We don't have to, we get to be about the greatest challenge and, and the greatest world changer ever to help people know him. And so it is maybe a, a twofold challenge tonight. Uh, one is about individually, you, me. And it's about us corporately. So individually, it's about you discovering and taking your next step in your spiritual journey. Each one of us has one. Each one of us has a next step that we can take. For, for some of you, you have found Jesus, and yet you have been hesitant to keep in step with him. As he's leading you and calling you to maybe step out in greater things. And you've been hesitant because you don't want to mess up the life you've created. And you feel like you've carved it out and and you feel like if God, if you really walk forward with him more, that it's just gonna it's gonna disrupt some things. And I want to challenge you, friends, let it. Because it's there where you'll actually come to know him better. And that is the reward. That is the goal, that is the invitation to know him better. For some of you, you love Jesus, but if you're honest, you've not really made it a practice or a pattern to really learn more about him or to really know him. You know about him. And the scriptures are something that you read to get through, but you don't necessarily read them to get them through you. And so maybe even God's calling you to say, listen, make diving into the scripture more of a pattern, a normalcy, of your life, And for some of you, that might be your next step. And we want to be a church that helps champion that and encourages you to do so. For others of you, you've been living out your spiritual journey as a solo mission. Because that's how you live life. It's you. It's all you. And you're on your own. And listen, I'm proud of you. But my prayer for you is that you would be awakened to the reality of is that it needs to be bigger than just you and God. That Jesus modeled, he called out, and he exampled, lived out in community one to another, that there is some things of growth and moments of growth and moments of intimacy with God that you cannot manufacture on your own. It will only come in the context of being with others. And there's a way that God will shape you through the way he uses others to shape and speak into you that you cannot do on your own. And so maybe that's part of your challenge is to help us and get connected into an e-group or to help launch new e-groups or to help be a part of a discipleship group that we'd like to start going into this next year, that maybe you are to be a part of that with some others. And it's not just about a solo journey for you. For some of you, your adoration for God is so often filtered or shaded by your adoration for so many other pursuits and passions and priorities in your life, that we each have been made to worship. You will give your life to worship something or someone. The question is, are you worshiping the one who deserves it? Or have you been caught up in other side pursuits and passions? Has uh, Has your attention become distracted or your devotion diluted? because you're you're pursuing other things. For some of you, you live your faith, and it's your faith, but it's really not lived out loud for others to see or hear about. It's kind of your faith with you and God. And that's good, and that's healthy, and that's awesome. But maybe there's an opportunity that God's wanting to leverage your life to speak into the lives of others and to allow others to begin to see who Jesus really is, that they might come to know him better. And how will they know unless we go? The the scriptures speak to that so often that it's true for others to know we must go and we must show with our words and with our actions. Here's what Jesus has done for me. Here's what he's about. We get to be Jesus with skin on so to speak for a watching world that needs here's a true statement your calendar reflects where your attention goes and your wallet reflects where your devotion lies and so maybe for some of you you've been a part of okay I'm living out this faith but it really hasn't altered your calendar at all and it hasn't impacted your your statement monthly at all and maybe the invitation for you is to say god I don't want to just segment you to a Sunday thing. I know you want to speak in to transform and be a part of every decision and every relationship and every part of my life. And maybe you need to invest your time and your talent and your treasure in a way to benefit someone else than really just letting the focus be about benefiting you. And the challenge for you is to say, Jesus, I want to walk into where you expand my my vantage point. You expand my attention. You expand my devotion to other things besides just the the default for all of us is to make it about us. That's the human default. And yet the transforming work of the Spirit of God is to say, no, it's not just about you. It's about others and to expand that reach and that opportunity to send. And so uh, each one of us has a next step to take. So discover what your next step is. As a church, we wanna champion you and help you discover what those next steps are and encourage you like crazy to take them. Why? Because it's in that journey, just like the song, Oceans, it's in that journey where you will come to know Him better. And friend, that is the reward. That's the joy. That's the opportunity for God to do a work In you, We don't work to get God's love. We do things with God because we are loved. I love what Dallas Willard said. Grace is not opposed to effort. It's opposed to earning. We're not doing things to earn God's love. But there is effort in our walk. See, this journey with Jesus does does have some perspiration to it. It does have some effort behind it. We are called to be participants, not just spectators. And so that's the invitation I have for you. Is discovering your next step. Be a participant in the journey and and corporately, not just take your next step individually, but corporately. How do we as a church take next steps to bring the hope and light of Jesus to the heart of the city, to, to move forward individually that we would know God better and that we would not just know him better, but we would champion making him known. Uh, to the world around us that's looking for things. See, we can accomplish more and do more and give more and serve more and send more if we do it together. It isn't just about you and God, an individual thing. It is that, but it's bigger than that. And the invitation for you is to say, listen, let's do this together. We've done a lot, friends, as a church over the last eight years. You look through it, but there is so much more that we get to do. And we get to do it together. So the question real simply tonight is, are you ready? And are you with me? So Father, that's what we pray. That we would be a church that champions helping people know you better. As we move into this song uh, called Surrender, God, that's the posture we take that we want to surrender to this journey. Each one of us has a next step that you're calling us to take. Would you give us a brave heart to recognize what you're calling us to do? Maybe we listed one of them tonight. Maybe it's something that you're whispering deep within our heart. This is our next step, and you're saying it. You've been saying it for a while, and we've maybe kept you at arm's length. We've been pushing back, maybe hesitant to step into that, but you're calling us to. And so would you help us to take a posture of a surrendered spirit that says, okay, God, I'm willing to take that step. And God, may we find you, experience you, come to know you better in the journey of following you. Each one of us discovering and taking our next step. And there's a hundred, maybe thousands of next steps for each one of us. And God, corporately as a church, there's next steps for us that we get to rally together and take that we would continue to expand the reach and the opportunity. God, would you send us as your church to the world that you're searching for to connect? I I ask that you would refresh us in a way to reach those that you're searching for, to equip and encourage those that you're calling, to grow and to challenge each one of us every step of the way. God, we surrender to you. We sing this song as a prayer. It's our prayer. In this moment, we declare to you, it's our posture. We want to follow you, Jesus. Would you lead us? to show us? Would you shape us? And would you use us to make a difference for you? God, that's our prayer. We want to know you better. We want to know you more. I ask for each friend here in the room, those who maybe aren't here tonight, those watching from home. Jesus, would you journey with each one specifically? They might come know you better. They might grow to know you better. And that each one, you would, you would call them, you would woo them to the next steps that they need to take and they would take it and you would meet them, you would surprise them, you would bless them and then to another one and then to another one and that God, corporately, you would take us as a church into our next steps. God, we want to be a church that makes a difference for you that long after we're gone, The ripple effect is still going out. God, that's what we want to be. It's big dreams. Would you take us there? And grow us along the way, we pray. In Jesus' name, and everyone said, amen, amen. Uh, A couple quick announcements and and then another part of our evening that we want to do together. Uh, So thank you to all of you who have been bringing in hand sanitizer. We're giving that to uh, our schools that we're kind of partnered, connected with, and we'll be delivering that. And the big one, uh, or the couple big ones, uh, this Saturday, I know that you are, you just love it when people ask you to help help them move. Please help us move. Um, We are moving out of our offices. We're consolidating. It's going to save the church money, and we're also kind of consolidating really to kind of be on this campus more and not be split between two things. And and so this Saturday from 8 to noon, uh, we're moving out of our offices, taking some stuff to storage unit that we have, and also some stuff here, maybe organizing some things. And so if you could be a part of that process, I will love you forever. I mean, I love you forever anyway, but I will love you even more, and we'll supply some snacks and water, so we'd love to have your help with that if you can, especially if you have muscles and you have a truck. Uh, you're the MVP. Okay, and then if you're here and you're a parent or you're watching online, uh, we wanted to come back and give you an E Kids update. Uh, we are in the process of moving forward November 1st with kind of a reopening. The parents in the room are clapping, they're like, oh joy. Um, So we're reopening like in stages. So stage one is gonna be babies through Preschool, kindergarten, okay? And so we've got some volunteers that are helping us with that. Now that still means we have room for other MVPs to join our team as a a volunteer with us. We will train you, we will help you, uh, and you will be a great help to us. And so we're asking maybe even you parents, uh, maybe give up one Sunday a month to invest in the families of Element City Church, and then you get to have three that are here in the service and be a part of that. So starting November 1st, That's the big eKids update. Uh, You should be checking your emails. Jen will be emailing you information about that. And to close, uh, just invite you back next week. And in closing, we wanted to do another part of our process of just trying to bless and honor. Uh, And I'm so grateful for the opportunity to do this with the porters. So I'm going to ask David and Tiffany to join me up here and for you to honor them. You know, this has been a this has been a journey, <laughs> um, and we have talked very honestly and openly, and, and we're for each other. And we actually have been praying for a kingdom win in this, and we believe that that is what is happening a kingdom win. And so, wanted to give you a chance to share. Sure.
5: Just real quick, uh, I want to first of all say thank you to Jack. Uh, I told him during the middle of this process when things were. Uh, hard. It was an honor to walk this road with him. Um, Anytime God takes you through something very difficult, and all of this has been difficult on the whole church, (laughs) notice those God puts next to you in that process. And God put me next to Jack, and we got to walk it together and remain friends and remain wanting to bless one another and the whole bit. And so it's about Jesus. It's about knowing him more, like Jack said, and that's what it's all about. I want to thank the board, I want to thank Glenn especially, like you guys went overtime, you guys did a great job, and I want to just, if any of you are wrestling with any of the process or whatever, I want you to know I honestly believe this was the right decision. Um, and I say that with full sincerity because, you know, when we got brought on here, um, we were talking with Brian and Kimberly and talking about ideas of discipleship and prayer and going deeper in the spirit and reaching the community and, 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 and coming up with new and different ideas and wondering, okay, how does that come into this without creating a, so much change that it just kind of throws people? And I think really this decision is allowing this church to continue to do what God's called it to do through Jack and through everybody that's here, and it's going to give us a fresh start to begin to dream what we've been dreaming and do what we're going to do. So we're going to plant a church with the Lee family, our family, the Medina family, and other families, and we're just excited about that. And my final thing is just a word of advice to everyone. Don't ever leave a church because you don't like it. Don't ever join a church because you like it. Go where God calls you to serve, to love, and to be in that place to be a blessing. And you may like that church, you may not like that church, but that really is not the point. The point is, where is Jesus calling you? So if you ever want to talk to us, we'd love to talk, but at the end of the day, we hope every one of you feels called to the church you're in, in Jesus' name. Amen? Thank you.
4: I'd like to, to pray over you guys, and so you could join in if you want to kind of reach out your hand. You Feel free to do that. And... Um... So, God, we are, are grateful. Um, God, in, in honesty, it's been a challenging journey. Uh, we have labeled it, uh, jokingly, it's been weird. Yes. Um, and so, God, we thank you that you major in moving yeah. into those strange and weird times. And that you can bring beauty out of that. We sang about that tonight. And so, we just ask your absolute best blessing uh, over the porters, over their family, God, we thank you for the ways that you have used them to influence and to, to bring up and, and to, uh, to, to heal uh, in some ways. Uh, the journey that we've been on, and we ask for your deepest blessing for them uh, in resource, in people, in everything. God, the, the vision that you're birthing within them, I pray that every ounce of it would come to be played out. Uh, and that this truly would be a kingdom win. We'd be able to look back five, ten years from now. And be able to see your handiwork all over Element City Church and all over the church that you're planting. And, Father, that the kingdom would win. And and that people would have said yes to Jesus. They'd be baptized in him and they'd be growing as a disciple and making disciples for you. That we really would see the ripple effect expand uh, and go beyond what we can even dream and imagine. We pray. And we ask for your health and your blessing uh, simply because these are a couple of your favorite kids. And we thank you for the ways that you're going to bless everyone in this process. We pray, Jesus, have your way. We ask in your name. And everyone said, amen. 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 Bless you. We'll see you next Sunday.